Good afternoon, everyone. This is Friday, October 2nd, the year 2020, the most exciting year of everyone's lives. Um, before I jump into what this episode is about, I want to be able to jump into uh, first go over what has happened earlier in the week on Tuesday. I would ask if you had watched the presidential debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. It would be a simple answer from most people that I've spoken with. They would say yes, or I said, I start watching it, I turn it off. And they're like, that is the most, people did not like the debate. I'm not going to talk about the debate, but where I'm going to focus on, and this is where I can actually relate to one of those people that was on the stage, Joe Biden. I never thought I would ever see myself relating with him. The reason why I'm saying this is because I was watching how he was reacting in the beginning and how he warmed up later on. I could relate with him because of the head injury. I don't know if Joe has had a brain injury, but these past several months during the during this whole election cycle, whenever he would go on television to be interviewed, you can tell he would rely on a teleprompter to deliver his words, and he would struggle sometimes. He would start blurting it, blurting out things that were just sometimes bizarre or or unusual. But when I watched him on, on the debate stage, first thought that came to my mind, I knew he would probably surprise everyone because everyone expected Joe to do bad. Hey, good news. Both candidates on stage did bad. <laughs> you, you don't need my evaluation on that. But when I was watching him in the beginning, he was very slow to respond. When I was watching his facial expressions, I could see he was literally struggling in the beginning. And then as time progressed and as Donald Trump has kept on slamming him over and over again, overwhelming him, he finally had the adrenaline kick in and he was able to fight back. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know what someone is struggling with, with a post-concussive syndrome or traumatic brain injury, minor traumatic brain injury, look no further than Joe Biden. Now, I am not a medical expert. He, his symptoms could have very much just been because of dementia, Alzheimer's, or maybe just coming of age. I don't know. I, I'm not a medical expert. Do not look at me for medical advice. I am the wrong person to give that. But I'm just telling you what I've noticed, and it's something that I could relate with. Because I have noticed he has struggled these last several months in the presidential election. In his presentation, a lot of people were suspecting that there was something going on in, in his head. When I watched that presidential debate, I saw signs of how I could relate with him when I first got my injury. Now, when the adrenaline kicks in, you could do almost anything. It's kind of like a drug in the head that gets triggered. And some people with brain injuries can 
put up a good fight. And they could also be nasty people. But that's something that I wanted to start off with today is to point that out. Because when you look at people with these brain injuries, and I, I, don't, I don't want you looking at just anyone's like, hey, if someone's acting like that, there has to be something wrong with their head. No, there's not. Please, no assumptions. It's a personal observation. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But it it's something that I've noticed. Thank you for joining me. And thank you for joining me on my show, Into Pursuit. I'm David Pearson. Uh, first off, you can support this show if you enjoy watching it. You can support it by going to IntoPursuit.com. And there um, you can, well, look at the different options that you have. Please subscribe uh, to any of the options, whether if it's on YouTube, Facebook, or whether if it's... Um, Or whether if it's through podcast, through Apple, uh, through, um, oh, there we go. I'm getting more brain farts here coming on. Um, through Apple, um, anchor.fm, uh, various other places where my podcast is being distributed. Please look to them. I have those links up on interpursuit.com. If you want to support me in other ways, there's other options as well. The best thing that you can do, though, is... Subscribe, like, share my video, uh, or share the podcast. I'm David Pearson, and this is Inner Pursuit. To give you a little bit of the history, uh, since I had given you a long spiel, uh, to give you a shorter one, I am uh, a husband to the best wife, a father of three kids, an entrepreneur, a CrossFit enthusiast, and a follower of Jesus, and last off, I'm recovering from TBI, minor TBI, also known as post-concussive syndrome. I had my car accident back in January of 2018. I had been told by doctors to deal with it with no means of recovery except through prescription medication that nearly killed me and CBD derived from the hemp plant that helped in some ways on with inflammation. Minor TBI or post-concussive syndrome is statistically known to doubling the chances for someone to commit suicide. They are suffering, the people who have these injuries. And most of the time, there are doctors out there that are that are delivering the same answers that I have received. Go sit in a dark room. Do it for three days. If that didn't work, work, do it for three weeks. Go for a month. Geez, I don't know why it's not working. At this point, before I go further, I am not a medical expert, once again. Always talk to a doctor. But I'm coming here with my personal experience, and if you are still listening, it is because you know someone who has minor TBI or post-concussive syndrome. Maybe you are that person that has been told by doctors that there's nothing they can do or go sit in a dark room. That's what you could do to heal. But then yet, if you've gone weeks, months, maybe even years with no sign of recovery, what these doctors are suggesting will not work.
There is hope. There is recovery. There is treatment. Today, for this episode, I am going to go over one of those treatments. And I'm excited to share it with you. This changed my life and changed my perspective. In fact, if I didn't do this thing first, I firmly believe that I still would have been bitter, angry, suffering, perhaps maybe even trying different medications, or perhaps at this point, because of the prescription medication that I was on, even dead. This first step is a clinic. Before I jump into that, before I jump into the, that, I really want to define to you what TBI is, traumatic brain injury, and post-concussive syndrome, and then I'm going to jump into this clinic uh, that I've been helped, or that I've been helped to uh, find. So let's ask the first question, or let's define the first uh, terminology here before I move on. Traumatic brain injury. According to the Mayo Clinic, traumatic brain injury usually results from a violent blow or jolt to the head or body. An object that penetrates brain tissue, such as a bullet or shattered piece of skull, can also cause traumatic brain injury. Mild traumatic brain injury may affect your brain cells temporarily. More seriously, traumatic brain injury can result in bruising, torn tissues, bleeding, and other physical damage to the brain. These injuries can result in long-term complications or death. The symptoms of traumatic brain injury or TBI can have a wide-ranging physical and psychological effects. Some sign or symptoms may appear immediately after the traumatic event, while others may appear days or weeks later. The signs and symptoms of mild traumatic brain injury may include loss of consciousness for a few seconds to a few minutes, no loss of consciousness, but a state of being dazed, confused, or disoriented, headache, nausea, or vomiting, fatigue or drowsiness, problems with speech, difficulty sleeping, sleeping more than usual, dizziness, or loss of balance. Serious symptoms include sensory problems such as blurred vision, ringing in the ears, a bad taste in the mouth, or changes in the ability to smell. Your cognitive or mental, mental symptoms can include memory or concentration problems, mood changes or mood swings, feeling depressed 
or anxious? Is any of these relating to you? Maybe to a loved one? To a friend? Keep listening. Moderate to severe traumatic brain injuries can include any of the signs and symptoms of mild injury. As well, these symptoms that may appear within the first hours to days to, keyword, first hours or days. So these symptoms can come after a period of time, not necessarily immediately after a head injury. Loss of consciousness for several minutes to hours. Persistent headache or headache that worsens. Repeated vomiting or nausea. Convolutions or seizures. Dilation of one or both pupils of the eyes. Clear fluids. Draining from the nose or ears. Inability to awaken from sleep. Weakness or numbness in fingers and toes. Loss of coordination. Your cognitive and mental symptoms can include profound confusion, agitation, combativeness, or other unusual behavior. Anger. We'll just bring it on down to anger. More temperamental than what you normally would if you are temperamental, or maybe if you weren't temperamental beforehand, then you could be now. Slurred speech. Coma or other disorders of consciousness. Now, just to let you know, as I'm reading through this list, this list doesn't mean you have to have everything checked off in order to say it's a TBI. You can have some of these items checked off and not others. Children's symptoms. This would be good if you got children. For infants and young children with brain injuries might not be able to communicate They might have headaches, sensory problems, confusion, and similar symptoms. In a child with traumatic brain injury, you may observe change in eating or nursing habits, unusual or easy irritability, persistent crying and inability to be consoled, change in ability to pay attention, change in sleep habits, seizures, Sad or depressed mood, drowsiness, loss of interest in favorite toys or activities. Once again, you don't have to have everything checked off for it to meet TBI. When should you see a doctor? If you experience any of these symptoms, after a blow to the head, a shaking, whiplash, any of the sorts. Especially with children, if you noticed any of those symptoms and you know that something has hit their head or maybe they were shaken by some means, you should get them checked out. That's traumatic brain injury. From the Mayo Clinic, here is the description of post-concussion syndrome. Syndrome. And post concussive syndrome is a longer term period of injury, but it falls underneath the same roof as TBI. Here's what the Mayo Clinic has to say 
Post-concussion syndrome is a complex disorder in which various symptoms, such as headaches and dizziness, last for weeks and sometimes months after the injury that caused the concussion. Concussion is a mild traumatic brain injury that usually happens after a blow to the head. It can occur with violent shaking and movement of the head or body. You don't have to lose consciousness to get a concussion or post-concussive syndrome. In fact, the risk of post-concussion syndrome doesn't appear to be associated with the severity of the initial injury. In most people, symptoms occur within the first 7 to 10 days and go away within 3 months. Sometimes they can persist for a year or more. Doctors continue to call my symptoms post-concussive syndrome. The clinic that I'm about ready to talk to you about told me I had TBI, minor TBI. My symptoms have gone on beyond two years. I still experience some symptoms today, but they're not as bad. I'm going to continue reading what the Mayo Clinic has on post-concussive syndrome, and then we'll move on to the clinic. Post-concussive syndrome includes headaches, dizziness, fatigue, irritability, anxiety, insomnia, loss of concentration and memory, ringing in the ears, blurry vision, noise and light sensitivity, rarely decreases, oh, sorry, this one rarely happens, decreases in taste and smell. I did not experience that one. Most of these things I can check off, especially with TBI. Post-concussion headaches can cause, can vary and may feel like tension-type headaches or migraines. Most often, they are tension-type headaches. These may be associated with a neck injury that happened at the same time as the head injury. And you should see a doctor when you have experienced a head injury severe enough to cause confusion or amnesia, even if you never lost consciousness. If a concussion occurs while you're playing a sport, don't go back to the game. Seek medical attention so that you don't risk worsening your injury. After reading this, even for me, I can tell you this, that if they're saying that this is like a tension headache, I grew up with tension headaches. I grew up with migraines. The tension headaches came from the neck and they moved up into the head. I've, I have experienced those for as long as I can remember. Ever since my car accident, I haven't experienced those since. My headaches changed. I've never experienced the tension. In fact, if anything, the tension is nearly gone. I did experience headaches, but I've experienced headaches in a different light. The headaches I've experienced, I call them concussive headaches. I don't know if that's an appropriate terminology to give it, but it makes sense to me. 
the concussive headaches, whenever they clicked on, I would either lose memory more than what I would before. I would get extreme fogginess of the brain. And I would also feel like I could, it feels like my brain is pressing on my skull. In fact, I am convinced that my brain is experiencing inflammation at the time of those concussive headache symptoms that I feel, where I could feel it press upon the base of the skull. Now I know we have the fluid in the brain, fluid in between the brain and the skull. We got that protective barrier, but then yet I still feel like something is increasing in the head whenever that does kick on in. It's not painful. I don't feel pain with my headaches anymore, which is weird, but I experience symptoms differently than what I ever had before. And they can get debilitating whenever they kick in. I was suffering so much. In fact, actually, no, before, before I jump into this, on both TBI and post-concussive syndrome, I can probably jump on in here and rewrite some things here. It's like, I think you got some things wrong. Here's some things that are right, and here's some things that are wrong. My experiences with symptoms I've had, some of them are different. Some of them are the same. I definitely became temperamental, irritable. My wife had to watch the kids. Well, she does watch the kids most of the time, but more so than before she had to keep them away from me because they irritated me. I lost my temper very easily with them. It was a blessing she was there and she supported me the whole way. I was irritable with different things, quite a few things. My chiropractor had sympathy. One of his patients that he treated for an auto accident suffered for a few years and she was always angry, always irritable, never happy, ever since she had her head injury from a car accident. And one day she came in happy, laughing, joking. He's never seen her like that. And then he asked her what happened. And she told him about a clinic in Provo, Utah. This clinic that he told me about, he did not let me wait on it. He told me about it. He gave me the name, wrote it down in the business card. He says, you have to call them. It's a new program. There's nothing out there like it. I looked at it and said, okay. I took it home. I was thinking of calling them up the next day. And the next thing you know, I got a text message on my phone not long after I got home. It was from his assistant saying, hey, we went ahead and contacted that clinic anyways. We got you an appointment first thing tomorrow morning because they knew I was going to start moving on Monday. It was a Thursday. I was going to move on Monday. They wanted me in Provo, a two-hour drive away. On the next day, on a Friday, I did. I, I was like, okay. I didn't take my medication because my medication provided some ease on to help me to communicate and to function. I didn't take my CBD oil because that also provided additional relief in my head. I stopped taking both those things because I wanted these doctors, if they could fix me, I wanted them to see me in my full 
worstest, full worst state possible. I took the two hour drive. I was struggling on speaking to them. I was struggling on communicating with them. I was struggling with light and sound. When they sat down with me, they introduced me to a patient who was also a staff member there. And she told me about her personal experience dealing with this clinic, her personal experience on her injuries and how it changed her life coming to this place. I was sold. These people had patients coming in from around the globe, flying in to go through their one week boot camp. I know what you're thinking now, David, what is this? What is this clinic that we should go do? This clinic is called Cognitive FX. Cognitive FX gave me my first step and took me, let me, let me see if I can draw the picture here. Took me from here. Here I am with the injury. I was up here before the injury. After the injury, I was way down here. And they brought me up to here. I was mostly recovered. Never experienced relief like that before by going to this clinic. But I didn't experience that day that I went in there. They interviewed me. They wanted to see if I was a candidate. They said that I was a candidate to go meet with them. The next day, I moved out to Omaha, Nebraska, and that is where I presently preside in the great state of Nebraska. Corn, Omaha, Cornhuskers, sorry, I don't watch football. I hope I don't uh, lose anyone with that comment. Now, I moved out to Omaha in the month of July of 2018. I was able to get in for an appointment in the month of October following that month. And these folks take a different approach. They take a scientific approach. They don't tell you to go lock yourself in a dark room. In fact, when I met with them, I said, that's one you you can do that, but it's not going to do anything for you, especially if you have a head injury. So they took me in. I was interviewed by a physician. And then I was interviewed by the MRI technician. And they said, we're going to give you an FNCI scan and an MRI scan. We want to take an image of your brain. And we also want to measure out the blood flow. You're going to be taking various uh, tests uh, while you're in the scan. We're going to ask you various questions. We're going to give you puzzles to solve. We want you to solve them. And then we're going to give you a chart showing you where you're currently at now. And we're going to see how well the blood is flowing in your brain. They took the MRI, the first doctors to offer me the MRI. And that's what I had begged doctors before was to give me that thing. This clinic did it. They gave me that MRI, but they did more. They went to see where the brain was active, where it wasn't active, where it was receiving blood flow and where blood flow was cut off as a result of the injury. Know what they found? In comparison to the ER visit that I went to after the day after I had my car accident, 
They said everything is fine with the brain. Nothing's wrong with it. It looks perfectly normal. Ladies and gentlemen, a CT scan can only show you so much. If something's wrong with your head, and the doctor's telling you a CT scan says you're normal, that's not right. Request the MRI. Or go, go to the people who actually know what they're doing. Go to the doctors who know what they're doing for their MRI. And those, those folks, you can find them at Cognitive FX. I'm going to show you the before results of my test. Make sure that you can see that there. You see that chart? That chart right there with the red, green, yellow. Those of you who are listening to the audio, I apologize that you won't be able to see this. Uh, but please go to Facebook or YouTube and you can see what I'm showing you. I'm going to put, show that back up at the camera again. Okay. All right, here we go. Look at the yellow box. You see where the black line is? In the month of October, that's where I was presently standing with the brain injury. That's where they measured me at. Of course, I was in a little bit of a better shape than what I was when I first met them at that time. But I was still suffering pretty harshly. I said, okay. That is the overall results. They didn't want me in the yellow. They wanted me in the green box. Pay attention to that green box as I'm going to show you the after results. But I got more charts first for the before. The FNCI scan along with the MRI, or this is also known as an FMRI. Keywords, folks. So please take notes. There's another chart. Where you want those black lines to be is in the center, in the middle of the chart. When you look at the charts, the top one especially, it's all over. It should be coming up close to a straight line, similar to the bottom one, but you can even tell that, oh, you can even tell that one section of the brain right there is severely injured right there. And they give you the names right there. I'm not going to bother reading through the technical names for the different parts of the brain, but this is quite a few parts of the brain that they're targeting. I'm going to show you the next page. Once again, you want those black lines to be in the middle of the chart, not floating at the bottom, not floating at the top. You want them in the middle and you want them making almost a straight line. So you can see that those lines are too low not matching up right. Here's another one. I'm showing you everything. And let's see if I have uh, one more. Nope, I don't. Those are the before results. I did the one week boot camp. They took that, they customized a program specifically for me according to the injury. They knew how to treat it through therapy, through different games. They wanted to overwhelm the brain. In order to fire up the brain, they needed the blood to go to all parts of the brain. And how they do that is to have you do multiple things at the same time. But you have to play their games in order to fire, in order to fire the neurons and the blood flow in your brain appropriately. They also teach you mindfulness another keyword 
slow down a moment. You have an injury. You're recovering from it. You're also temperamental. You need to sit back, relax, take a moment to breathe. They give you all the tools. There are tools that you can pay for, but they mostly provide you free tools that you can just download apps on your phone or a set of headphones. The investment is very small except for time. They still want you in a dark room while you're interacting with some of these apps, but it's to slow you down. And you're not in the dark room for hours or anything, only for a few minutes. And it's all part of the mindfulness exercise to help create order in the brain. Let me show you the after results. Remember that first page I showed you? Yeah, the red box, yellow box, and green box. I was in the yellow and they wanted me in the green. You see that bold black line? For those of you that are watching by YouTube, that black line is a little bit below the green box. I surpassed it. I said these were phenomenal results. And I'm going to start showing you the other charts. Just take a look at these. Straight lines are starting to come out, except for that one part. You see that one part right there? If, if you're watching this, that section of the brain still looks pretty injured. They told me that I'm prob when I showed you the before, it was touching the very bottom of the chart. This is a little bit above that bottom line on the chart, the very last one. They told me I very much could have been a lot worse than that, and this could have taken a big jump up. Here's another one. Lines are becoming more straight. They're not exactly center. They explained to me that it's like a pendulum. Once you start treating the right parts of the brain, the brain is going to eventually settle, but it's like a pendulum. It's going to go up and down, back and forth, and slowly but surely stop in the middle. And here's the last one. These are night and day differences. These are the measurements of the blood flow in my brain in the different sections of my head. And they showed where I recovered. They've also taken, they've also taken a psychological evaluation and also um, had me record my own personal evaluation as to how treatment was going. There's that chart right there. That shows you my mental state. Where the line shoots up in the very front, or in the very beginning, and then it all just tapers down rather quickly. Five-day treatment, first, very high numbers there, is from day one. Day two took a dramatic drop on all fronts. Day three, day four, day five is just all settling on the bottom. The people who I was with, I wasn't alone during those treatments. I was with a team of people who also had injuries. I had people who, I can't remember what country it was from, 
but excuse me, they weren't too far from Amsterdam. And there was a nice lady who was from Colorado. I believe we also had another person from Salt Lake City. And here I went back out to Utah from Omaha, Nebraska to fly out there for this treatment. We had people from all over the place, part of this team, and it was phenomenal. All of us recognized the changes. People looked at me and they said, wow, out of everyone in this group, David, you had the biggest results in it. I was fighting. I, re- I literally felt like I was fighting for my life. And for the first time in a long time, by the end of that program, I was happy. And not just happy. I was chatting up a storm. Holy cow. I was going a million miles a minute talking with clarity. Every once in a while, I would have to stop because I could feel my, my brain just pressing upon my skull there, just like kicking on in when I got too excited. I would stop for a moment, breathe. It would calm down. And I would fire off a million miles again speaking. Stoked, excited, highly energized. I bouncing off walls practically. No prescription drugs, no CBD. The program that was offered by Cognitive FX helped tremendously. This was my first step to recovery. It was not the only step I took, but this had impacted me the most. If you go to their website, it is at CognitiveFXUSA.com. That is C-O-G-N-I-T-I-V-E-F-X-U-S-A.com. Some of the first words you're going to see when you load up that website, at least how the website is now today. 75% improvement of post-concussion symptoms in one week. Friends, that is not a lie. Give or take a little. That is not a lie. You don't just have to have post-concussion syndrome. You don't have to have minor TBI or TBI. You could have had a stroke. If you had a stroke, that causes a form of brain injury. You can still go in and see these folks and they can help you. When when you're in any other clinic, those doctors are only going to take you so far because they want you to make sure that you can walk, talk, breathe, maybe sleep. Just a few minor checkpoints. That's it. If you're alive, that's all that matters. They get you that far, send you on your way. Now, whether you can function for work, function for school, use your brain to do something, that's a different story. Regular medical doctors do not cover that part. There are specialists that do. My friends, go to CognitiveFX.com. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Wrong, wrong website. 
Go to CognitiveFXUSA.com to learn more information. These folks are not paying me to do this. They don't even know that I'm doing this. But this is about sharing this information with you to help you understand that you do not have to accept your head injury as a new way of life. You can get back to normal, not just back to normal. I like to think that I am better than where I was before the accident. When I look at that car accident, when I look at the head injury today, I see myself before and afters, even though I may have some minor symptoms here and there, that still remind me of that car accident. I firmly believe I'm a better man today than I was before then. I firmly believe this car accident was God-given and that my path to recovery was God-given. It was a miracle. Cognitive FX USA or Cognitive FX was an answer to prayer. At the very last moment before I was going to move away from Utah. If you know someone who is suffering from TBI, post-concussive syndrome, or maybe someone who hasn't seen a doctor yet, but then yet has displayed symptoms that I have read off earlier before, get them to a doctor, get them properly diagnosed. Go to CognitiveFXUSA.com and ask them for help. They are ready to help you just like they helped me. This isn't it. This is not all I have to share. This was the first step, a major step. There was other steps I had to take. I accepted myself in this present state for a period of time. I said, this is as good as it's going to get. If it gets better, it gets better. This is not a cure-all. I noticed that my moods was still going back and forth where I'd still get very angry and where I'd still get very happy. It was literally like that pendulum and things just have to take time. The following year, in the month of July, when my wife was about ready to give birth to our third child, I hit my head again. Set some things back. Oh my goodness. I didn't know how I was going to fly myself back out to Provo. I was running my own business. And at that time, struggling with my business, as I was trying to save it at that time, from doom of failure, and having brought back some head injuries. I'm going to go over that more in the next episode. With addition to the second step I took, and then I'm going to give you a keyword to look for. If you can't fly out to Utah like I did, and like many other people from around the world, 
then there's a keyword that I need to give you. And I will describe more what that keyword is about and how it can help you find some more improved help closer to home, not exactly matching the same results of cognitive effects, but it's closer and it's better that than nothing. Thank you for joining me on Inner Pursuit. If you want to support me, please visit innerpursuit.com, share this episode, subscribe, like, and get the word out. Thank you. And have a happy and blessed weekend.